Welcome back. Episode four of the Discipline the Gens podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Betts, and we have the biggest degen I know, Gino Donati, next to me. Today, we're going to do all 32 NFL teams, and we're going over or under their win totals. So let's get right into it. We're going to start off in alphabetical order. So we're going from the Bears all the way down to the Minnesota Vikings as the 32nd team here. So if you want to just pick your team, just scroll through the video or scroll through the audio, and you should be able to figure out exactly where your team is. I like it. So let's get started. Chicago Bears, over under, over or under six and a half wins here? I'm going under six and a half. Under six and a half? I'm going to disagree with you here and go over and say we get seven, the Bears get seven wins this season. And the main reason I'm under six and a half, I think we're going to see a very dominant Green Bay and a very dominant Minnesota. So right off the bat, that's four losses, and I got them splitting with Detroit. That's five losses, and then I just think the rest checks out to negative. I hear you. I, I think Justin Fields is going to show something this season, and I have them splitting most of their division games and getting that seventh win week 17 at Detroit. Nice. All right, up next, we got the Cincinnati Bengals over under 10 wins this season. This is a tough one because – a team coming off the Super Bowl usually struggles or at times can struggle getting to the postseason. So where do you have this going over or under 10 wins? First, I do think it's price right. I don't think Cincinnati is going to have the traditional hangover that we're used to seeing. Um, that said, if I, if I had to bet it, I, I slightly lean under. Again, I'm talking division. I think we're going to see a huge step up from both Baltimore and Cleveland this year. I'm going to, if I had to bet it here, I'm going to disagree with you and go over. I'm going to have them at 11 and six. Um, but I wouldn't bet this one. I, I could see 10 and seven as a push, truthfully. Fair enough. Up next, we got the Buffalo Bills at 11 and a half this season. Now, this is the, this is the biggest number on the entire board tied for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Do you have this going over or under? I don't like being with the public. Everyone knows that. I'm an unders guy. Usually all signs here for me are pointing to the bills going over 11 and a half wins. They're hungry. I'm going to agree with you here. I actually have them at 13 and four and I don't like going with the public either, but this team is absolutely loaded and they're pissed off from last season. Definitely pissed off chip on their shoulder. I have 12 and five. Give me their five losses real quick. If I go top to bottom, their five losses. I think they get their first loss in Baltimore. Um, week four. Uh, I think they get their second loss in Kansas City. Uh, I know that's a revenge match. That's a lot of emotions could be on that game. Uh, that's I have that as their second loss. Um, I believe they get their third loss. This is crazy. Uh, versus Green Bay, then their fourth loss at New England, and my uh, fifth loss, fifth and final loss, I believe is going to be at Cincy week 17. I'm going to agree with everything, except I think they're going to win week 13 in New England. So I have them at 13 and four. Oh, man. All right. Up next. This is a really good one. The Denver Broncos over under 10 games this season now that they have Russell Wilson. I know we're going to disagree here. I just feel it. What are you thinking? I'm going to I'm going to go under just because the division is so good, man. Wow. We don't disagree then. I, I am bringing my hate for Russell the last 10 years. And I'm bringing it to the AFC West. This is an eight and eight. Uh, excuse me, not eight and eight. A nine and eight Broncos team. Now I'm going to agree with you here 
only because they're in the AFC West, and I just think it takes time and, and a continuity. It just takes time, man. A new QB coming in. Originally, I would have said over, but the more I look at this schedule, like you know, they'll start off two and zero, but then you're you're talking San Fran, Vegas, Las Vegas, Indianapolis, and LA. That Brutal could be stretch. a one and three stretch right Brutal there. For stretch. all we know, and, um, and adding to what Maddie just said too, he's you're switching. Conferences, you're switching obviously divisions when you do that. I think the AFC West West is very difficult. I think they're going to compete all four teams top down. It's not easy to adjust. I will say the one thing Russell did draw, he drew the NFC West in his inner league. Um, that can be advantageous or it can be negative. The defenses know him too. So just uh, something to note for anyone betting this that they they drew the NFC West this year. For sure. All right. Up next. Second most fa- or second highest number or tied, tied for the first tied for first. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks at eleven and a half. Over or under? People are gonna hate me here. I'm, all the all the TB twelve lovers are gonna say, dude, people have been saying that for a decade. I think this is the year that you see the first visual decline of Tom Brady. A, 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 a decline that's noticed, a step lost, missing deep passes, stuff like that. I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for it. I'm willing to wear it. I, I think they have ten wins. I'm right now going to look into the camera and say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to start off this season 0 and 3. Wow. Tom Brady retired and then is now coming back and you're talking a road game at Dallas, a road game at New Orleans, a division game, and then at home against the Green Bay Packers. I think they're going to start off 0 and 3. They're going to get their first win week 4 against the Kansas City Chiefs and I have them going under this at I have them finishing 11 and 6 having a good run to the end of the season, but I believe they're going to come out of the offseason and struggle early on. So cue up the hate. Maddie and I both agree that they're going to start one and three. We just disagree on the games. I, I believe Kansas City smokes this Tampa Bay. Um, I, I do see Tampa Bay uh, winning uh, at New Orleans. I, I think they won't be, you know, we know that New Orleans slept them last year. The public got slaughtered on that. I believe they start off one and one and then they skid. And in week five, we're talking about what's wrong with Tom Brady. He's one win and three losses. I like it. All right. Arizona Cardinals up next. This number is at eight and a half. You like the over or the under here? Weren't they six and one last year? And they've done this like twice now. Yeah. So they always start off great and then they finish very poorly. It sounds like, and there's a lot of issues with Kyler Murray and the organization. You got them going over or under here? I have it under. They always start off great, and I think this schedule is taking away that the only thing that's stopped their coach from getting fired, them starting off great. Home against Kansas City at Vegas, home against the Rams, Carolina, a little wash, losing to your Philly. Uh, they're in trouble here. They, they, they can start off two and five, and they are not the team that's going to bounce back from that. Yeah, I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be the disappointment of team of the NFL this season. I believe that the the start to their schedule is absolutely brutal. I actually have them one in four through five weeks with their only win at Carolina. They're going to lose to my Eagles. They're going to lose at home against the Chiefs, and they're going to lose to Las Vegas and Los Angeles, and they're going to be massive talks midseason about what's Kyler Murray's future, what's the, what's the coaching staff's future. I think this team is going to going to shambles early in the season. That's my prediction. And one thing to add to that, one of their home games versus the Niners is in Mexico City. 
Mexico City is Niners territory. They essentially got a home game taken from them. Wow, I didn't even know that. We'll be at that game, my dude. Yeah. Up next, the Los Angeles Chargers over under 10 wins this season. What you got? I'm going to go over. I don't love that I'm going over, but I'm going to go over. They're in a very tough division, but I do believe the hype is real that this team is that good. Uh, I'm fully buying into Herbert. I think it's going to be a very rough road to 11, but I'm, I'm going to put them at 11 wins. Oh, man, this one is tough. I think they're 10 and 7, so I wouldn't bet either side here. Give me their 11 wins. Rapid fire right now. They're 11 wins. Oh, number one against Vegas. Number two at Kansas City. Number three at Jacksonville. Number four at Houston. They lose their first game against Cleveland. They beat Denver. They beat Seattle. They're now 6-1 and one going into the bye. And all I need is five more wins. At Atlanta, yes. Loss to the Niners. Lost to Kansas City, win at Arizona, loss at uh, the Raiders. They do beat Miami. They lose to Tennessee. They do lose to Colts. They beat the last two games to hit it by beating the Rams and Denver. They have a they have a a decent schedule in the middle of the season, but the beginning of the season and the end and is are brutal. Gauntlets. Man. It's brutal. Honestly, I'm not betting that over. I like I like ten and seven. I think it's right on the money. Maybe nine and eight if they stumble. All right, what we got next? This is a good one. Chief Keith. Kansas City Chiefs over or under ten and a half wins this season. What you got? I think this is borderline disrespectful to the Chiefs. I think the Bills and the Chiefs should both have the highest win totals. I'm very low on Tampa Bay. Mark my words on that. Make me eat those words all season long. Um, but th- these Chiefs are going to get 12 wins. I totally agree here. I think they get they go 12 and 5. I think Patrick Mahomes is being disrespected. I know Tyreek Hill is a big loss, but at the same time, you you give Patrick Mahomes, he still have tons of weapons, you know, and it's still Patrick Mahomes. And I think there's value on this just because of, of Tyreek Hill leaving. I mean, this number is probably 11, and, 11 or 11 and a half if Tyreek Hill doesn't leave. And that, that 10 and a half and 11 or 11 and a half is a huge difference. Huge difference. I mean, 11 and six is, is not unreasonable. And I know they have a tough schedule here for sure being in the AFC West, but I'm still going to go with the over 10 and a half here. And I'm not saying Tyreek doesn't change the game and stretch the field when he doesn't get the ball, but I will say that they were actually underusing Tyreek. If anyone wants to go back to the end of last season and the playoffs, they actually underused him. I don't think it's going to be as large of a step down as the rest of the world is expecting. No, I agree with that. All right, up next, Indianapolis Colts over or under 10 wins this season? You go go, first. I'm going to go first here. Right now, I believe that the Colts are going to be the two seed in the AFC this season. They're going to be extremely underrated going into the season. They're going to be the two seed right after the Buffalo Bills. I have them at 11-6 and to to represent that two seed in the AFC. Do you think 11-6 gets them the two seed? 11-6. It's going to be very spread out this year. I think we're going to see a lot of 9-8 and teams in the NFL this season is my prediction. That's fair. A lot of people are saying stop disrespecting Tennessee, stop disrespecting Tennessee. I believe the Colts defense is enough. Their run game is enough. I'll go also a two seed and I'm just going to go 12 and five. I like it. I like it. Up next, the Washington, whatever we're calling them at this <laughs> what are we, point. Yeah, we're we're going to go with the commanders, but that name might change by next season. 
Over or under eight wins this season? Oh, man. Here's their schedule. I, I'm going to take a card out of, out of Maddie's hat here. I wouldn't bet this one. If you told me they were eight and nine, I'd say okay. If you told me they were nine and eight, I'd say okay. If you told me they were seven and ten, I'd say okay. Um, I believe it's going to come down to, and everyone's going to be like, oh, great, earth-shattering. I think it's going to come down to how good Dallas and Philly are. I actually don't think this matters on these commanders. I think it matters more on Dallas and Philly, so I would never bet an over-under team total based on the two other teams that matter in that division. Yeah. Uh, so if I, if I had to, I'm passing on this. If someone forced my hand, I think I would go under um, because I do think the clear one and two in that division is Dallas and Philly. And Dallas and Philly, y'all have been making teams in the playoffs the last 10 years barely with nine wins. So yeah. nine, 10 wins. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you here. I think they go eight and nine, but I could totally see seven and 10. And for that reason, I'm going to have to go under here on the commanders. Follow. All right. Following it up. Up next, the Dallas Cowgirls over or under 10 wins this season. What you got? So this is why why me and Maddie are homies. Growing up, the Cowboys and Niners was the number one rivalry in the NFL. That hate, I still think they're the team I hate the most. Seattle came in there for a little while, but overall, when we went in there and beat them, like I love Cowboy hate. So sorry, all you Cowgirl fans. I love calling them cowgirls. I love cowboy hate, and cowboy hate will live on this podcast. That said, I feel like 10 and 7 is very generous. I feel like it's, I know the public hammers cowboys. They're leaving that number there, begging you, begging people to take that over. So I won't bite. I think we're going to have the 9 and 8 cowboys. Let me, let me explain something to you. The Dallas Cowboys are the most mediocre organization in the history of sports. And this season, 9-8 and eight is written all over them. I'm going to give you right now their eight losses this year. Let's hear it. They're going to lose the first two games of the season. They're going to be 0-2. They're going to win at New York. They're going to lose at Los Angeles, at Philly. They're going to lose at Green Bay, at Minnesota. They're going to win their second game in Philly, unfortunately. But they're going to lose on the road or at home against the Colts. And they're going to lose the last game of the season to Washington. And you'd even left out Tennessee there. So you might even have them as 7-10. and 10. It depends on how that Tennessee game goes. But either way, yeah. so we're both, we're both hard unders at this 10. I'm, yeah, for sure. I'm this one could going. bite us back. They're very dangerous on offense. This one could come back to haunt us. They're dangerous. Oh, minute. All right, up next. The hyped, the hyped 11, Club 11, all-night bottle service Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins over or under nine wins this season. What you going? I am actually going to go over. I think they're overhyped, so it's really stupid to go over. I was very impressed with some of their runs, very impressed with their defense. Um Minus the Bills, who will dominate that division. I am selling the Jets hard. So I, I believe the Dolphins will be able to squeak out nine for sure, which makes it a push, and 10 to win. I feel really good about these 10 and 7 Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, they got the Jets twice. They have Detroit, Chicago. I mean. I think they always compete with New England. 
Yeah, that's true. So that's that to me is a split. Um, I really think we will see a 10 and seven dolphins. If I'm looking at a couple games that are going to matter, it's the opening game. They're home on nine 11 here against the Patriots. That's, that's a great, you know, tone setter for the season. They then have to go to Baltimore then versus Buffalo. They start Owen, then Cincy, they start Owen four. We're up shit Creek. Yeah. I believe if they can get out one and three or two and two, they then start kind of cruising. They have yeah. jets, Minnesota Pitt, Detroit, Chicago, I would argue that whether they win or lose that first game of the season is the determinative factor if they go over or under. Because if you lose at Except home to New England, you're probably going to lose the next three games, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cincinnati. You could legitimately be 0-4, and, and next thing you know, they're already failing for the year. You know, And then you have a, a, an okay stretch where you have New York, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, where you could be 3-4, and four, but I don't know, man. They, they have to win that. I think that first game of the season is is enormous for them. I completely agree. I think they're not nine and eight teams, so that's, I, I wouldn't play that number to be honest with you. Fair enough. All right, let uh, me hand let me hand the mic here for Maddie's team. We got your Philadelphia Eagles that they opened up at was it eight and a half or nine? I don't know. I and now it, it's at nine and a half. Yeah, I believe the public moved that a half a game. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to stick to my guns here. I think they're an eleven and six team this year. I think the Eagles themselves think they have an all star team and. Obviously, it comes down to Jalen Hurts, um, but what do we know about this team? They're loaded on offense. They have a good offensive line, and their schedule is not that crazy, man. All right, so let's dive in here. All right. Let's look at this camera and give me the only six games they lose, and I'm going to drill in on a couple of the wins that you that you claim. Yeah, I mean, look, I think their first loss of the year is at home against the Cowboys. I think they're going to split with Dallas. So really you hold on. Hold on. Let me pick on you for a second. You have their first loss of the year in week six. Bro, look so, at their. Hold on, hold on, just hold on. I'm just gonna, I'm, no argument. You have the 5 and 0 Eagles. 5 and 0 okay. Philadelphia Eagles. My dudes out there, let's hold Maddie accountable to this. The 5 and 0 Eagles. Then, who do at, you, out of curiosity, who do you see them losing to in that first five weeks? Minnesota, week two. At home? Yeah. I'm really high on Minnesota, but and then it's a but that's Monday not, night football game in Philly. I get it. I'm just telling you, I'm really high on Minnesota. That doesn't take a win. I, I think it takes nothing away from your boys, dude. You're you're one on one. That sucks. But then you're three and one. Then you're four and one. I actually think you even could. You're home against Dallas. Let me let me explain something to you. There is no chance this Eagles team doesn't win at least ten games. That over nine and a half is an absolute dinner. And look, I understand I'm biased, but just look at the schedule. Like completely seriously, I mean, the, from the beginning of the season, their schedule doesn't even get hard until about week ten or eleven. I get it. So I mean, Detroit, Minnesota, Washington, Jacksonville. I think Arizona is going to be a disappointment this season. You got Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Houston. Back so you're to like back. me. You're like me with my Niners. So hold on. I want. I want to. I want everyone to. I want us to have nice reminders. So you got the five and O Eagles losing at home to Dallas. So now they're five and one mm-hmm. going into the bye. Yep. Super easy. Five and one going into the bye. You have them beating Pitts and Houston, I assume. Now they're yep. seven and one. Give me their five losses from versus Washington down. Yeah, I think they beat Washington at home. I think they lose at Indianapolis. So that's two. They lose the Green Bay. That's three. And then I think that they, you know, they'll they'll lose one game against New York of the two. Okay. And they'll lose the New Orleans. That's only five. So you have them as 
The 12 and 5 Eagles. 12 and 7. Or 12, 12 and 5. Yeah. 12 and 5 Eagles. Yeah. I had them at 11 and 6, but. So maybe Tennessee take them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay. We're, 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 you I you can't predict an entire game. season. I gave myself a game as a, you know. A diehard. Yeah. But that's okay. So you have the 11 and 6 Eagles. 11 and 6. You don't know which, Eagles. but one of the games that you think is going to flip I, the other way. Truthfully speaking, I think if they had a more difficult schedule, I would have them at like 10 and 7, 9 and I 8. I get it. But like, I just think the schedule is 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 extremely light, and I think another year in Sirianni's offense, another year for Jalen to get some more reps, and then I get all it. the offseason moves. I can't ignore it. I won't hit on your boys. I will just point out a gauntlet here mm-hmm. from week ten on. Oh, you're oh, no, no, my bad. Good, it's all good. I was to say I will point out a little gauntlet here from week ten on. You have division rival mm-hmm. at Colts, Packers, Titans. Division rival, division rival, uh, Saints. Yeah, but That's the thing a, is, is again they can, they'll be they'll be so they'll be playing with house money by then they'll be so far ahead in the win loss, you know. Yeah, yeah, I guess because of how easy of a start it was to the season. So I really do like I really do like our our chances this year to win the NFC or to win our division, and hopefully win the NFC. Cool. All right, what we got next here? What's up to the Eagles? Falcons. Oh, the Atlanta Falcons. After oh shit, I clicked on the Cardinals. It's all good. Uh, where are the Falcons? South. Boom. All right, Atlanta Falcons over or under five wins this year. The second smallest number on the board. I'm gonna go under five. I I I just don't see it happening for them. Losing Ridley's gonna matter. Losing Matt Ryan's going to matter. I, I don't – they're in a tough division. I know everyone hates on Baker. Baker, North Carolina, they, they they might win one game. and They might go one and five in their Just division. look at their roster. I mean, seriously. I Mariota's mean, not bad. Mariota's really not bad. But, like, come on. Look at this roster, man. This Atlanta Falcons team, in my opinion, it might win three games if they're lucky. Fair enough. I have him as the four and thirteen. Kyle Falcons. Pitts is a stud, but like Pitts is a stud. He can only do so much. Cordero Patterson. I mean, but man, I mean, I think they'll be lucky to win three or four games this year. So we're unanimously under five. We're going under. Fair enough. All right. Up next, an extremely important one to you: the San Francisco 49ers over or under ten wins this season. What we got? I want something wild in the comments. If I go 17 and 0 on predictions, I'm not saying we're going 17 and 0. I will do something wild for everyone. Put it in the comments what you want to see me do. If I and it's very freaking hard to pick 17 and 0. I mean, without without spreads it's a lot borderline easier, but impossible. borderline impossible. I'll do something wild. So, we are starting off in Chicago. That's a W. We are going to absolutely smoke Seattle for ruining the last decade of my my life. We're now 2-0. I do think we see a lot of challenges at Denver. I think the world is going to be very disappointed in this Denver team year one. I think there's going to be a little bit of growing pains, and they'll be really good for the next couple of years, but this year ain't it. We're now 3-0. and We are home versus the Rams. We have a great record against the Rams. I think at one point we had six, six wins in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a challenge, so I think we're now the 3-1 and 49ers. Uh, at Carolina, smoked 4-1. At Atlanta, smoked 5-1. and we are home versus Kansas City. I like that our first two most challenging games are home. So I do think we could split those, but I do have us losing that game. So now we are four and two. And then we go 
to the Rams, which makes it very hard. I do want to split with the Rams. So one way, shape, or form. We are the four and three 49ers, four and four, five and three, excuse me, five and three going into the bye week. Mm-hmm. That's, five and three. That's fair. Five and three going into the bye week. Okay. We then there's a there's a little hiccup right here because we have to play the West and the AFC West is tough. I would make the argument you guys need to be six and two going into the bye week if you're gonna hit this over. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh I think we beat the uh the Ch- LA Chargers. I don't think they're a good matchup to us. I think we're gonna frustrate the hell out of them. So we are now six and three. We beat Arizona. We're six or seven and four, seven and three. We then beat the New Orleans States and Miami and Tampa Bay. You hear that? Mm-hmm. We beat that. We are now on a four or five game win streak out of the bye, beating Seattle. And look how we end. Look at the second half of our schedule. Yeah. The last thing we need to be is six and two at that bye. Five and three, we're right in the thick of things. And we come out in the bye and we come out and get six, six of our final. Are you sweep at Arizona? Eight wins. Uh, they play us really tough. They split us. So I think you sweep Arizona. You think we sweep Arizona? I would love that, but do they swept us last year? So that's hurtful. But bro, how are you got two home games against Arizona? Remember, one's in uh, uh, Mexico right. City. That's right. Yeah, that's good though for you. Yeah, no, I know it's great. No, I was just saying yeah, that's yeah. how it happens. So, long story short, this is a twelve and five 49ers team, and the five losses are the Rams once, Kansas City, uh, Arizona once, at. Vegas on New Year's Eve. I will be there. Anyone there, I will buy you beers till you can't sit on your stool anymore. And then our one loss, that the wild card one, is going to be something like, can we beat Denver or not? Can we beat the Chargers or not? And that is my 12 and 5 49ers. I like it. I'm going a, I'm to a say 11 and 6, so I'm going to go over as well. My man, we'll take yeah, it. I got you. So we're both in the playoffs. Yeah, of course. We're definitely both making the playoffs this year. I like it. All right, this is a really good one. Jacksonville Jaguars over or under six and a half wins this season. What you got? I think the the seven and ten Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go over six and a half and show them some love. I'm going to go over. I'm going to say eight and nine this season. I think Urban Meyer is gone now. Trevor Lawrence is going to make a step forward for sure. I believe in Trevor Lawrence, man. I mean, I believed in Andrew Luck, and we saw how that played out, but there was never a lack of talent there, that's for sure. And Trevor Lawrence reminds me a lot of Andrew Luck as far as his physical ability. Um, and I think Urban Meyer was the number one reason this team was all over the place last season. So I see them I see them getting an 8-9. Um, his life was all over the place. Bro, it was unbelievable. It was absolutely the guy, I, I don't know if he's having and a midlife crisis. And Trevor Lawrence crisis. is the type of quarterback that like he needs, to, he needs stability in his organization. He just wants to focus on football, you know? So I do think they make a step forward here. I think six and a half is a generous number, honestly. Uh, I think they're going to get at least seven to eight wins here. There are two tough teams in their division. Obviously, Houston's not one of them. Um, but I, I think they grind out. We we all remember that famous win at uh Buffalo or excuse me at home against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Probably knocked out everyone in my Survivor League. Oh, it was like nine to six or some shit. Yeah, something crazy. Their defense sometimes puts Bro, up dog fights. That was like fights. one of the biggest upsets of the year. Yeah. Uh, uh, on, on the money line dog. Yeah, yeah, was. yeah, we're doing the money line dogs. All right, up next, the New York Jets over under six and a half wins this season. Throwing bombs. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. New York Jets over under five and a half wins this season. We got the quarterback throwing bombs and fucking moms. This guy <laughs> is ready. 
<laughs> people are on him. For the, that reason alone, we're going over. The over. J-E-T-S, Jets, <laughs> Jets, Jets. Their fan base deserves more than five and a half wins. Facts. It's going to be tough, though. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo. Right, give me, just give me the six wins. Six wins? Give um, me the six wins out of those 17 games. I think they... I think they steal. I think they. I think they steal a game from Cleveland or Cincy. So they start off one win and two losses. Not ever sure. I think they absolutely give Pitt the business. They're now two and four. Then they get a little rough stretch there. Green Bay, Denver, New England, Buffalo. Very tough. So they are two and. Are they two and seven going into the bye? They're two and seven going into the bye. I think they take one from Cleveland. Either way, there. So now they have three wins. Yeah, I think or, excuse they, me, could, excuse get, me, they Patriots. could get four wins in that second half of the season. Yeah, but I think they're either the two and seven, the three and six Jets going into the bye. Mm-hmm. Either way, they get one from Cleveland. They can take a win from Chicago. I got them getting dusted by Minnesota and Buffalo. Yeah. Detroit, dogfight. Jacksonville, dogfight. Seattle, W. I think they have. Two or three chances, even with losing close games, to get to six. I like it. I think that number is spot on, but I'm I'm gonna say over. I think six and six and eleven is is reasonable. Yeah, they could do like a quiet two and four in their division, maybe three and three, and it's just it's there. It's right there. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, up next, the Green Bay Packers over or under eleven wins this season. Up next, do you want to do a Lions? Uh, I missed one. It's all good. All right, you can edit that out, right? Yeah. All right. Up next, the Detroit Lions over or under six and a half wins this season. God, we remember we thought this Lions weren't going to win a game. Remember, but they were. They were in. They, were they covered cover a cover machine. They were a cover though. machine. Cover machine. This is a high number, right? For almost for part of the season, people wondering if they're ever going to win. Yeah. I think that I think Vegas is begging you to get begging you to take this over. They put it nice and high. They're begging the public to say six wins. No way. This Lions team is going to get three wins. So I think Vegas wants you on the under here. I'm going to go seven wins for these Lions, and I'll name them after you. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you here. I like. I think seven's the magic number for this Detroit team this season. But when I'm looking at the schedule, I'm like. It's okay. They get two by the bye. Yeah. Their buys are early. So they're two. They're gonna, and, I'm going to say Minnesota, they get Minnesota and Seattle. There we go. Um, and then I'm going to say they. Get, I got Washington, Seattle, but that's okay. I'm going to say at home against Miami, they they get one. Um, that's three. We got Chicago. They can split with. I'm going to say Chicago and New York. That's four, five, and then Jets, Jacksonville's and there. Carolina. Jets are there. Carolina. No, there. I do think they can get seven here. Yeah, they can get seven wins. Detroit Plus, they Lions. got they, they got a great coach and a good. They have a they good, care. They have a good feel and culture to them, and in, in my opinion. I think seven wins is, is the number for sure. They've been they've been going down swinging, not just laying down. I, I, I like it. They, they were cover. probably the unluckiest team in the league last year, truthfully speaking. Didn't they lose like three games on last second like field score. goal? Yeah. yeah. Seven win lines. All right. Up next, the Green Bay Packers over or under 11 wins this season. They lost arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Does he make Rodgers look good or does Rodgers make him look good? That is the question. Yeah, and we're gonna learn that answer this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Eleven wins. I'm going under. Ten and seven is so hard for me to see. It's so hard for me to see these seven lost Packers. But I'm gonna say there's a lot of value in going with the under here. 
So I'm going with the seven lost Packers. Yeah. I can't see them being 12 and five, man. After losing Devontae Adams, and I can't ignore all the lack of continuity in that organization and the bicker and back and forth between Aaron Rodgers and the GM. And I don't know, man. I just, I have a weird feeling this year that, see, and the thing is, is the beginning of their schedule is really not that bad. You got, in the first six weeks, you have both New York teams, Chicago, Minnesota, I mean, another division games at home against the, the Patriots, but. I think mid-season they're going to struggle. And I'm going to keep it even simpler. They're going to come out 0-1 against Minnesota. They're going to smoke Chicago. It's now 1-1, and then they're going to lose bad to Tampa Bay. And now they're the 1-2 Green Bay, and everyone, their offense is going to be struggling, and the narrative is going to be what we just said. Yeah. Did Rodgers make Devontae look good, or did Devontae make Rodgers look good? Yeah. So if they're 1-2 and two after three games, you now have 14 games to get. 11 wins. Think about that. It's tough. And I think they're going to be the one and two Packers after three weeks. I like 10 weeks. and seven. I feel that. I'm going under. I'm going under it is. There. 10 and seven, Green Bay Packers. All right. Up next, we have the Carolina Panthers over or under six wins this season. Does Baker move the needle? So they just announced the other day that it's an open quarterback competition between Sam Darnold oh, and Baker Mayfield. Fair. And what I will say is I think Sam Darnold is one of the more underrated QBs in the league. I feel like he wasn't properly developed. He's he's pretty mobile. Like like legitimately pretty mobile and he has a good arm and he's a smart kid, man. So I think that he could as long as there's no politics involved, I think he could beat out Baker Mayfield for that starting QB position. Now with that said, Week one is against the Cleveland Browns, and I would take Cleveland here. You would. Especially if Baker Mayfield is playing, because I think he's going to be too emotional, and I don't buy into all that bullshit. And I think he was the weak point in Cleveland. This Cleveland are one of the most talented rosters in the NFL, and Baker, you can cry all you want, you can bitch and complain all you want, but at the end of the day, you didn't get it done with these with one of the most talented rosters, especially receiving courts in the NFL. I mean, you've, you had OBJ at one point. You had Jarvis Landry. You had a great running game and offensive line. Like I get you, it. You didn't get it done at the end of the day. I'm going with these seven win Panther, Panthers. Um, I, I believe, I believe they do lose to Cleveland. So I'll ride you there. I think they beat the Giants. They're one and one. Um, I think they get their second win in Arizona. Then I see them getting their third win in Atlanta, and their fourth win in Atlanta. And now they have four wins, and all I need is two out of an at Seattle versus Pitt versus Detroit. I agree. So I'm going seven wins. The fact that they get Atlanta twice, and you know, and then the the, the end of the year isn't too terrible. You got Seattle, Pittsburgh, Detroit back to back to back off the bye. I think they could get three wins off the bye right there alone. And then they're set. They only need seven. Yeah. Oh man, that one's tough. It's an ugly team, but they're going to compete. I would go over gun to my head, but I wouldn't love doing it. I'll tell you that much. All I right. love it. Up next, the New England Patriots over or under eight and a half wins this season. I don't know if you've seen Mac Jones recently, but the dude is shredded now. He's got rid of the dad bod. He's baby fat all gone. Most of the baby fat is gone. And all he cares about is football. And he works for Bill Belichick. So this, to me, in my opinion, it's either going to go way over or way under. <laughs> like, I truly think that the Patriots are going to drastically overperform and be like 
a top three seed in the AFC, or I think they're just going to be a disappointment. Like I just don't see them being like a nine and eight team. I see, I see Big Mac taking a step down. Not, not, not down like off. Not like where should we get rid of him? Nothing like that. I think he had a really good rookie season, and I do think he has a, a, a bit of a decline, a little sophomore hangover. That's that's my prediction. I have these Patriots being eight and nine, maybe even seven and ten. Yeah, I have to go over here, just because I think if you give Mac Jones another year with Coach Belichick, like he's going to figure it out. Belichick's going to figure it out. They spent a lot of money last year in the off season. Now they get to develop that talent and get more continuity going. I think a ten and seven plus, maybe even eleven and six year, um, will be coming for New England. And I, I and this look, might be our biggest gap. I'm saying seven and ten. You're saying yeah. ten and seven. Or I'm saying ten and seven. I'm going to go with ten and seven, New England. I can't ignore what the organization has done. And you have another year where they're developing all these new players. So but let's get it. Let's get this right in the mic. Seven and ten, New England Patriots for Gino. Ten and seven for Matt. I like it. Up next. The Las Vegas Raiders. This is a really good one. Oh, over man. or under? Over or under eight and a half wins this year for the Las Vegas Raiders. What you got? I want to break this one down. I'm excited that Vegas has a team. I think they have some of the most electrifying games. They probably, unfortunately, have to deal with now the worst road traveling in the league, right? Who doesn't want to go to Vegas one week a year? Um, that said, I'm extremely bullish on this team. I like their roster. I like their receiving core. I I think their talent this year and the moves they've made for offensive weapons and car as a whole, the narrative is going to be that Devontae made Rodgers good, not the other way around. Obviously, I'm saying Rodgers is great. I'm just talking about this one specific relationship. I think it's the 10 and 7 Raiders. Yeah. This number is extremely low to me and i tough think division. the only reason is the division you tough tough division it. i'm going top to, to bottom all yeah. winning teams i'm going over right now though and i'm going to make the argument that this i think this trio of hunter wenfro darren waller and uh Devontae adams might be the best offensive non-quarterback offensive trio in the league like i think that's how good this raiders team could be I think they're gonna fin. I think they have a chance now. They're like plus six fifty to win this division. That's wild, you know, and that is I, crazy. To I me. will say, if you look though, this is a gauntlet. Yeah, they open up road division at Chargers. Arizona is a tough team, even though you and I are low on them. They're a winning ball club as of last season. Yeah. Uh, at Tennessee, they just need to be three and two after those five games. <sighs> That's not easy. Look at that. I think they can do it. They, you know, Arizona and Tennessee. I'm giving them wins there, and I think they, I think they beat Denver at home. So you're pushing over Tennessee this year. I've almost seen you go. I don't well, we'll believe, get to that. I don't believe in Tennessee that much this year, honestly. Fair enough. But um, no, I do like the Raiders to go over this number, and I think if they were in any other division, it'd be nine and a half at least. I agree. The only I'm going over. I'm going nine or ten wins. I will say those first six, those first five games, excuse me, are dangerous. Yeah. No, I agree with you there for sure. All right, up next, the, the Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams, over or under 10.5 wins this season. What you got? These Super Bowl champion Rams were one injured duck throw away interception to my Niners to lose and get knocked out, not even have gone to the Super Bowl. 
They it are sounds not, like you're still suffering. From I am very. I will be suffering we, until right, we get quick, a ring. Quick story time. We were at Duffy's. Duffy's, baby. Bar, sitting with Gino and all of his boys watching this game. All of his boys are 49ers fans. When I tell you they were depressed after that game, I think Gino, like, Ubered home or left by himself right after while all of us were probably still time left on the clock probably yeah they were hurt after that game but it's a new year it is i i I think this is a 10 and 7 rams team everyone's like you're crazy it's not that i don't think they're a good team of course i think they're a good team um i believe aaron donald got what he was work him he actually look at his offseason workouts he's still a beast there's no question I think the league is very surprised at a very mediocre Rams in the sense that they're 10 and seven, not mediocre in the league, but mediocre results for as strong as a core of they have. I think the hangovers catches up from their lack of draft picks the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but Hey, they got exactly what they wanted by giving them away. So well played on their GM 10 and seven Rams. Maddie, what do you think? The division is so talented. They should be able to walk all over Arizona and Seattle. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Oh, man. I really got to look at this because I want to say 11 and 6. If they open up with a loss against Buffalo, loss against my Niners, will they? Or will they beat my Niners? Yeah, so I have them 4 and 2 going into the bye. So you're on a good pace for 11 wins at 4 and 2. I'm going to go over. Over. I'm going to say 11 and 6 for the Los Angeles Rams. Fair enough. All right, moving to the Saints. We have the win total at eight. Do you have over or under eight on the Saints? I'm going under now that I know that Sean Payton is going for this team. Oh, man. I think this division is going to be the worst division in football. I think Tampa Bay is going to struggle early in the season, and I just think this division is pretty poor. Atlanta's going to be trash. Carolina might win seven games if they're lucky. This is going to be the worst division in football this year. I like it, and I agree. I agree that this division will have the worst win-loss record in football. We'll agree there. Uh, I I believe, although that Tampa Bay should win this division, of course, I think Tampa Bay is going to be under their total. But I do think the Saints can squeak out nine wins, going nine and eight, just by showing dominance over Tampa Bay or splitting with them, dominating the other two teams in the division. Uh, I I am bigger on Winston than most. I was not historically. I believe he's figured out his entire one home, uh, you know, one touchdown, one interception. He had some really good numbers before his injury. He he can ball out, but I just now son with the new coaching staff, it's just it's like I mean, I don't, I don't know much about it. They have a new scheme. I don't even know who that coach is, but like I don't know, man. Like now the lack of continuity and you have a guy in Jameis Winston who's known for throwing interceptions and and doing things Uh-oh. when things aren't clicking, so that's a tough one. All right, up next, Pittsburgh Steelers over or under seven wins this season at Acrisure. What is it, Acrisure Field? Who the hell knows what it's called? No, no more Heinz. I'm actually a little surprised. I looked it up. I guess Heinz is a big factory in Pittsburgh, so it employs a lot of people. That makes sense to me. I, I'm just amazed at what people care about these days. It was always a corporate sponsored team. I could see if you had like a traditional name, and then they took it over with corporate sponsorship. You throw your hands up. I mean, do we really love our ketchup that much? But apparently we I do. I hate ketchup. <laughs> Most disgusting thing ever. I saw someone put ketchup on pizza the other day. Disgusting. Disgusting is the, the perfect word. I am, I'm going under. 
This is going to be the first year the Steelers coach does not have a winning record. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's been the the cons- most consistent, one of the most consistent coaches in the NFL the past decade or two. And what I will say is, I just don't think he has enough this year to do it. I'm going six and eleven Pittsburgh Steelers and the end of an era. And I will say, people are going to hate this. I've seen some really, you know, numbers don't lie. Liars use numbers. I've seen some crazy data about Trubinsky's win percentage. He's oh, like in the top 10. I've seen that too. In the last X amount of years. Win no. percentage only. I know people would say that's not a quarterback it's stat. A team stat. Team stat. But I argue and lay on the die on the hill of Jimmy G. And that's the kind of stat. You win games. So that's fair. It's tough. I think everyone's low on these Steelers. So there is some value here. You have Tomlin backing that. You have Trebinsky's record backing that. You have their defense. It, it's tough. I, I do think the Steelers are in a very, very tough division. I think they have three teams in that division better than them. That's why I don't like this win total, but there is an argument to be had. Here's what I'll say about every Pittsburgh Steelers this game. Every Pittsburgh Steelers game this season, take the under of every single game and close your eyes. <laughs> I, I'm willing to bet right now you're at least 12-5 and five on unders on Pittsburgh Steelers games because what are they going to do? They're going to run the ball and they're going to play defense, and they're going to make sure Trubisky doesn't fuck it up. That's my prediction. Ravens, baby. All right. Up next, the Baltimore Ravens over under nine and a half wins this year. I think all the value is on the Ravens to make it to the Super Bowl. I know people are like, that's crazy. I think it's going to be a two dog, a two pony, two dog fight, two pony race uh, for the AFC. I know everyone's like, what do you mean? The Bills are favored. No question. The Bills are favored. I'm just saying the value on the Ravens or KC going out of the AFC. You get great value on that. So that said, I believe the Ravens are the three seed coming out of the AFC. Um, and I believe they do that with 10 or 11 wins. Yeah, I mean, the whole Lamar Jackson situation and his contract is a little concerning to me. Very. Um, but this team, it, if it's yeah, not well, this year. They draft well. They yeah, trade well. I think, I think this is their year to to make a run. You know, so I'm gonna put them at I'm gonna put them at ten and seven, maybe eleven and six. I, nine and a half, that seems like a trap to me. How can this Ravens team not win ten games? Is it really just the schedule? I mean it's the it's the division. I mean we, we can go top to bottom on a lot of people like the Ravens. The, I don't This could be it. the year they could sweep Pittsburgh. You know, I mean usually that never happens. Pittsburgh Baltimore is gonna be one and one typically, but if I think it's when that's what it's going to come down to is do they sweep Pittsburgh? Or How not? good is Cleveland? Does Cleveland was Baker the problem? Yeah, that's a bit of a narrative. And they get Cleveland in Game Seven, which if if Baker's out for six games or not Baker, uh, Deshaun Watson's out for six games, you know he could I, be back Week Seven. I, I will say I do, I do follow that. I'm not crazy. I think Deshaun's better than Jacoby, but I I will say if I had to look at a one-two punch. If I had to have a backup step in for weeks one through five, it's yep. Brissett. I, I like no, Jacoby Brissett. He's solid. He's solid for sure. There, from what I've seen, they have a stacked, stacked team. Yeah. No, he's solid. All right. Up next. Well, this is a good one. The Seattle Seahawks. This over, is the year I've been waiting for. Seattle Seahawks over or under five and a half wins this season. Stare into my soul. All of you, all the 12th men out there, 
the Seattle Seahawks are going 0-6 in the West. They are going 0-6 in the West en route to a four-win season. Right now, I believe that this year, the Seattle Seahawks will start the year 1-4, and and it'll be the end of Coach Pete Carroll. Ah. Mid-season, five games in, Pete Carroll will be gone, and this team is in complete rebuild mode. I don't even think they win four games this year. I'm saying three games. I'm oh, saying I three, love it. Three and 14 record for the Seattle Seahawks. This makes Seahawks. me so happy. I'm not going to be as bold as Matt. I actually think Pete makes it to the bye, barely. That's 11 weeks, bro. I know. I think he makes it that long just because they got rid of everyone and they're rebuilding. I think there's grumblings that people want to leave. I think there's problems. There's tension. Bro. So I think Petey goes. But I do think he goes because they have two wins, eight losses going into the bye. Yeah, I think Pete's the type of competitor that after shit gets bad, it's going to get ugly in that organization. And I just see them go complete rebuild midseason. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this season for 10 years. I've been waiting for this Seahawks season for 10 years. Yeah, I think the Seahawks are going to beat out the Texans for the worst record. And that's actually the team we have next. Houston Texans over under four and a half wins this season. I'm strictly going over just on contrarian here. I think they did a really damn good job. Shout out to their entire office. They got out of a bad situation and got a lot of draft picks for it. They drafted well. They're rebuilding. I get it, but five wins. I mean, bro, look at their roster. Name right now, name three. I like Royce Freeman. Name three great players on this roster. I like Davis Mills. I like Royce Freeman. I said great players. Okay. I mean, come on. Well, you're. They're over-unders, four and a half wins. If I could name great players, bro, they wouldn't have four and a half wins. it's an NFL team. You can't name three great players. Look, I mean, Brandon uh, Cooks? No, they got role players, dude. They, they made moves. Brandon Cooks is good. I, I just named it Royce, Brandon Cooks. I, I'm just I'm just telling you, they're the five-win Texans. Kyle Allen's solid, bro. Kyle Allen's a solid quarterback. Dude, they're, they'll be fine. Dude, Davis yeah. Mills competes. Rex competes. Royce Freeman. Look how many players are they got. In Marlon Mack, my dude. Look how many players are in different jerseys? I know Marlon <laughs> Mack. I thought Marlon Mack. He was behind a great running back in Indy. I Jonathan. Uh, so you're going Stewart. what? Five wins. Five wins. I'm going four wins. I think the Seahawks will finish with three wins. I'm going. To We're close. I think the Seahawks have four wins. I'm a Texans four and thirteen this year. I think the last place Seahawks have four wins and the Texans have five. We're right there, Fair neck enough. and neck. It's going to come All down right. to a couple of bounces. Up next, Tennessee Titans over under nine wins this season. I got to say this. I do believe there's a lot of value on getting the Colts as a pick em in that division just because. That said, I think these Titans are getting disrespected a little bit. I don't think there's any reason they shouldn't be the nine and a half wins. And you're like, well, Gino, it's nine. That half win is a huge difference yeah, in value. It's a safety blanket. Like it's a security blanket. Like yeah. if you're taking an over at nine versus nine and a half, it makes you feel way better because if they finish nine and eight, you at least push. These Titans, in my opinion, can be ten and seven. No question. They're in an easier division. We're assuming Matt Ryan's gonna hit the ground running in Colts. We're assuming a lot of things, but nine and eight Titans is a layup. Eight and eight and nine. Why would we think that? They were competing. Do you guys remember the lead they had? Like they're they're a good team. Yeah. The Titans have burned me too many times last year. They I, traded I, away some talent, but they got it comes down as Derrick Henry gonna stay healthy all year. 
for one. And we have no reason to believe he's not, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, know what I just think their roster has, has taken a major step back, though. I, and I think Tanny's a, a solid quarterback. He's not. I feel like they're win losing games. confidence in Ryan Tannehill, though. Uh, I'm going to say the Titans take a step back this year and they finish eight and nine. And Fair goes, enough. And it goes under. I think the Colts dominate this division this season. I'm extremely high on this Indianapolis Colts team, realistically. All right. Very We're last. End strong. Let's end strong. Very last team, Minnesota Vikings, over or under nine games. I'm going to make a bold statement here. These Minnesota Vikings are going to go over nine wins. They're actually going to win the North, and they're going to be the first team to hit their win total in this in the year. What week are they going to hit 10 wins by? Let's just rattle it off. I think they win week one and two. Maddie's going to hate that. So I think they go in and they're either the three and one, three and one, or maybe even four and two or five and one Minnesota Vikings at the bye. And that sounds crazy, right? Four and two, five and one Vikings at the bye. They take down Arizona, take down Washington, get smacked around a little by Buffalo and Dallas. I think they could have their ninth win by week 13 after the Jets, maybe 14 after Detroit. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that because I think they could be 5-1 and one going into the bye week. And that's crazy with a team with nine. They're de- I actually think they're de- – I think – what do you think the spread is week one at home against the Packers? Probably, come- probably the Packers minus three and a half. No way. Something like that. It's in Minnesota. Yeah, come on. You can pull that up right now. Let's no do it. Way. You asked a good question. Let's pull it up. I think it's a pick em. With the dominance? Beat you to it. You ready for it? Packers minus two and a half. Right in the middle. You're a little closer. It's all good. Yeah. But they can win that game. I'm taking Minnesota all day there on the money line. Home dog and prime. Home to home division dog Not in prime. Right? I know home home division dog. Yeah, no, I that's to me a very solid bet, and I'm taking all underdogs this season. I love those. What's what's that like plus one thirty or something? And we're disciplined to gents. I want you to remember this all year. Oh, plus one ten. That's garbage. I want you to remember this all year. I'm a broken record. Yeah. Early in the season, take home division dogs. Take home division dogs early in the season. That's it. Don't even think about it. Is it a division game? Are they home and are they a dog? Slap your money down on it. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Who represents the AFC? Who represents the NFC? And who is your Super Bowl winner this season? I want it to be Buffalo representing the AFC, but I think it's going to be Kansas City. I, I, I hate that, but I really do. And I think the dark horse is Baltimore. But if I had to say for value, I'm betting KC. Obviously, I think Buffalo has a better chance in their hunger, but I think KC did a damn good job training away Tyreek, and they got a lot back for him. And I don't think they were using him as much at the end. They obviously used him a lot over the last couple of years. So I think KC, boringly, and I think we have a rematch with my Niners. That's my bias. That's my bias. I think Green Bay takes a step back. I think we have a dark horse Minnesota Vikings competing uh, in the NFC. and. I think the NFC is just not as exciting this year as most people want it to be. I think the Niners are the second best team in the NFC. Uh, I think after we get the, our sh- after the Eagles or what? 
out to the Eagles. <laughs> I, I actually would not be surprised. Just hear, hear me out. If the Niners are playing the Eagles later in the playoffs, I, I think the NFC is going to beat itself up. I do think Tampa Bay and the Rams take a step back. This is a biased Niners fan talking. This is a biased Niners fan talking. Trey is going to make or break our season. It's very dangerous. Um, but I will say the teams in the NFC don't scare me as much as the AFC. So I, I think that consistency, the fact that Debo hopefully gets what he wants, Ayuk, our core. So to answer your long-winded question, I think we have a KC Niners rematch in the Super Bowl. I really do. But I think for value, uh, you could get someone like Baltimore coming out of there and you can get some sort of dark horse out of the NFC. Someone quieter. Like the Eagles, I don't think they're quite ready yet. Um, But I'm just not... If I had to go dark horse, dark horse, I would go Vikings, Baltimore. Just for value. Not that I actually think it's going to be a Vikings, Baltimore Super Bowl. Um, but I, I do think it's KC and Niners. I mean, think of think about this past season. Nobody had the Bengals versus the Rams. No one did. You know, I mean, people were, were high on the Rams early, and then they cooled off on them. Those were two dark horses, I would say. Yeah, and and I'll I'll, I'll say this, like, admittedly, mathematically speaking, there's no reason to believe the Niners have a better chance than Green Bay, the Rams, or Tampa Bay. I significantly believe in Green Bay and Tampa Bay's decline. So I think just like last year, it's going to be between the Niners and the Rams. I love taking good overall rosters with young and expensive quarterbacks to make a run. I love that that angle for sure. So I like it. The NFC to me is wide open. It really is. Throw your Eagles in there. Who are they playing? Who do your Eagles have to beat to get in the Super Bowl? Is it Green Bay? Is it Tampa Bay? All right. This season. I have the Philadelphia Eagles going to beat the San Francisco 49ers to get into the Super Bowl. And the Indianapolis Colts are going to beat the Buffalo Bills to get to the Super Bowl. Heartbreak. And Matt Ryan is going to win his first Super Bowl against my Eagles. He's going to beat your Eagles and the Colts. And I need my, my Niners to get their first Super Bowl win in some 30 years. I believe in this Colts team in the AFC, and I hate to say that because like the Bills are loaded too, but I just think the Colts have one of the better rosters in the NFL. You put Matt Ryan in a dome with a good run game and play action, and the ability to dump off, dump it off on the screenplay, and just their defense is pretty loaded. That Colts team is going to run away with the AFC South. And, and I get a lot of shit for shit for hating on the Packers, but I will say, last year was their year. That was emotionally draining having it not go through. I think if if you out there believe that the Packers lost the wind out of their sails and Tampa Bay takes a step back, if you agree with me on those two, the NFC is wide open. And that's why bets like the Eagles, the Vikings, are they have so much value and upside. If you genuinely believe that the top two teams are not the top two teams, that opens it up for all these upper mediocre teams that pay, you know, 20x. So it's just it's just, it's nice to put a unit on it, sit tight and watch them make the playoffs. And then you have a live dog in the fight with 20 to 1 odds, three wins away. It's fair. All right. That wraps it up. If you guys are still watching, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. And we'll see you guys next time for episode 5.
Later, my dudes. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count when the dealing's done. Surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. In his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got no when to hold up, no when to hold up, no when to walk away, and no when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done.